What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Playing Rotation Podcast. Uh, it's your boys, CJ, Jack, and Ryan, joined with a very special guest, Scott Jackson. Um, today, today is Saturday. Oh, excuse me. Sunday, October 18th. Um, a great day at NFL football. Uh, Major great League day baseball. to be a Steelers fan, everybody. Great day to be a Steelers fan. <laughs> and a Bears. Steelers. And a Bears fan. And the Bears. Not Rams, I can tell you that, which is fantastic. Yeah. We love that. We love that here on the play. Uh, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, like I said, great day of NFL football. I'm going to cover a lot of good games today, a lot of high-scoring games, uh, a lot of statement games by a lot of teams. Yes, sir. Um so yeah, let's just get oh actually first of all let me introduce you guys to Scott Jackson. So Scott Jackson was part of the playing rotation, our basketball team, uh in two thousand fifteen. Uh he went on to he actually played football with Ryan at Woodbridge for two years or for four years. Yes, sir. Um yes, sir. Yeah, like I said, he played basketball, ended up graduating in two thousand fifteen and then going to Saddleback College. Played uh, JUCO football there for two years as well. Mm-hmm. Went on to go to Oregon, graduated uh, from there this past June. And, uh, yeah, now he's on the podcast with us. Yes, sir. We're uh, going to have some great I'm football getting insight. Some minutes. Getting some I'm minutes. <laughs> getting some minutes. Getting some runs. I like that. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited. Let's go. Yeah, let's get let's get to it. Uh, going to cover week six of the NFL today. Um, so, yeah, let's just get started. Um First of all, actually, before we do that, guys, how are you feeling today? How's your weekends? Um, how, how have you guys been? I'll start it off, you guys, because I'm new <laughs> on the playing rotation. I'm very excited. You want to know why? Because my Steelers are 5-0. and oh. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. All them haters, all them haters were talking about, oh, but they haven't played anybody. Oh, their offense is, like, iffy. Okay. Oh, they don't have a true one number one receiver. Pop off, but here we go. We're five and zero. Oh. Hey, five if I eight. if I remember correctly, uh, Jack was kind of iffy on my uh, top five Tuesday when I put uh, the Steelers at number five. I think they got to be in the top three right now. Oh, yeah. With that, with how I mean, that defense is playing right now, ooh, that defense—it's it's hard to make an argument that they're not in the top three, especially yeah. with the Packers going that, down today. Yeah, no, it definitely is. But I do want to throw this at you guys right now. It is now. This is the, this is the first time. Since 1978, where the Steelers started off 5-0. and And must I add, in 1978, the Pittsburgh Steelers won the Super Bowl, which okay. means in 2020, we are <laughs> oh, going to win. History will repeat I love it. I love yes, the comment. Dang. All right. Hey, I actually we heard it here first. On that note, I actually said something. I actually read something like, the last time the Bears were four and one was when they won the Super Bowl. I could be wrong, yes, but yes, Bears also Bears are five and one now. When was Bears that? Also though? got a dub. Everybody's sleeping on us. When was the uh, last time the Bears won a championship? Eighty five. Super Bowl shuffle, mm-hmm. baby. Super Bowl shuffle. They're bringing it back. Been a while. It's been a long time. Conrad suffered for long. I don't know. Can Nick Foles really lead you to that Super Bowl? That's the real question. You know. Yes, he can. Hey, let's see. We'll see. Chicago. They know king how to of, win. The king of ugly wins, for sure. Yeah. Hey, a win's a win. Win's a win. Thank you, Scotty. A win is a, a win. A win is a win. No matter how you do it, it's a dub in that column. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we'll just get into it. Uh, let's kick it off. Uh, before we get onto the, the meat and potatoes, the fun games, the high-scoring games, the close games, whatever you want to say, uh, we're going to talk about the games that 
nobody really cares about here on the West Coast or in general. So <laughs> let's just get started, right? Let's start off with the 0-6 now, New York Jets, uh, losing 24 to nothing to the very impressive, I must say, very impressive, uh, considering where they came from from last year, Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to cover this game uh, really briefly. Uh, the Dolphins won 24-0, like I mentioned. Um, but, you know, we're not going to get into the stats or whatever, but let's talk about how bad the Jets are. So, Ryan, I know you and I are big, I don't want to say fans. We're not fans. We're Sam Darnold fans. But, um, you know. That's unfortunate. It's a, he's, he's a good <laughs> quarterback Hold up, listen. bad system. That's just yeah. fact. Adam Gase needs to go. The GM needs to go. I agree and with you. Quite frankly, if Sam Donald wants to have a great career, he needs to go too. So, Where would he go though? That's the real dude, question. Where the would Bears, he go? I know that there's rumors about the Bears trying to look for him. Dude, there's there's a lot of teams where he could fit that system. Juju yeah. Smith Schuster um, on record. Two, Juju's two trying to get him there. That's true. We don't want him. <laughs> I, I, I'm think, telling you I now, we biggest, do not want him. I think the biggest storyline of that game is Tua got his first snap. Yep. Tua got his first I snap. Fitz is Fitz still has his job six weeks into the season. Um, he's know, been pretty guys... good though. He's been he has a good yeah. he's had a good month. Fitz magic. Yeah. But so what's the deal with Sam Darnold? He's injured right now or what? Yeah, honestly, bro. Honestly, bro. As a as a stand, I kind of I I'd say take as much time as you need. You know, find a reason to say your shoulder still hurts or whatever. Because uh, he does not want to tank. I don't know. I wouldn't want to play this year. He's not they throwing should. it. Anybody. Scott, they should tank at this rate. Tank though. for Panay. Tank Panay for Trevor. Too. Tank yeah. for Trevor. Tank Trevor Panay. One of them. Honestly, bro, I told I told Scott this earlier. If I'm Darnold, I wouldn't mind being let go by the Jets and and just going to somewhere else where you can develop. I don't know if you have to give up your starting job and sit up for yeah. a couple of years. Just Dude. go learn. I, you know, the Jets haven't helped you. The, the, the thing is, did you guys see that ESPN article where they like go through and talk about the team's needs and stuff? And they literally just said Jets' weakness is football. Like literally, it was <laughs> football. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like that's so much shade by ESPN article. Like at this rate, they just got to pick the best player on the board and like go with that theory. Like yeah, bro. stop trying to pick and choose what you need. Just anyways, yeah, it's a tough time to be a Jets fan. I'll yeah. just say that. Couldn't be a while. Yeah, it's gonna be a while, like you said, Jack. It's tough. It's actually tough to be a a New York football fan in general because it's tough to be a New York fan in general. Hey, hey, the Giants got their first win. Actually, actually the Giants. Oh, well, but it's Washington. I was setting that up as if they lost. But speaking of other games that you know we wanted to briefly cover, the Giants ended ended up getting their first win today. Now one and five on the season, they beat the. They shouldn't have though. They play Washington, right? Washington went for two at the end of the game and missed, and that's how they won. Damn. Well, I was I'm I actually mean, very Washington's surprised. Five two, so I mean it's like, yeah, yeah I mean, I mean and they're trying to figure out they're trying to figure out the whole QB situation. But I'm very surprised and happy being a Terry McLaurin scary Terry fantasy owner because he <laughs> did get 11, 12 targets. I think he went seven for twelve. Seven receptions, twelve targets for like seventy something yards. So I'm happy. Yards. What what happened with Haskins? I think it was work ethic related. I think that's what it had to do. Dwayne Haskins. I, I read but, something about like him not being a team player or something. Like he yeah. said stuff in the locker room, like he only cares about his stat. He was like they lost, they got blown out, and he was like, "Oh, I threw for like three TDs." I don't know. He like said something like where he, like only cares about himself, and like yeah. After What's, that, what stats? I. I <laughs> Hey, bro. 
Bro, so I heard this thing, right? Like, I think last week when Alex Smith got activated and he was healthy, um, he wasn't even taking snaps in practice. It was Kyle Allen, um, Alex Smith, and then it was uh, the rookie from Colorado, Steven Montez. And he was just taking in a knee, just taking in practice. Like, that's bad, bro. Damn, um, that's really bad. Yeah, man. Because all these other teams are going to hear that, and they're not going to pick that up. Yep. It is one year, okay. one year career, job, bro. His next starting job is in the X- XFL, and you heard that here first. That's not, <laughs> that honestly is not even a hot take, if you want to know the truth. Is XFL uh, still around? I mean, it just okay. got bought by The Rock. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so we might yeah. see a comeback. What's right. also crazy? Yeah. No, what's also crazy is that if Haskins were to have got drafted by New York, right, his career could be a, going a completely different direction because there was always there was the hype that he would go to New York. Uh, yeah, he was picked, what, like 14th, I, something around there. Yeah, he fell, yeah. but, you know, Danny Dimes I, got picked ahead of him. He had himself a game today, 74 rushing yards. Surprising, but... Uh, I don't yeah. I don't know if, like, his career would be any different, dude. Like, that that kind of selfishness mentality, like, is going to stick with you wherever you go. And I, In the NFL, yeah. especially when you go to a bad team, like, that's the last thing that coaches and GMs want. Yeah, 100%. And, and Haskins isn't, like... Washington, yeah, like Washington, like Haskins isn't like Aaron Rodgers. Like it's not like he's that good to where he can be like, yeah, like I'm gonna do what I want. (laughs) Like, yeah, actually, I do believe there was some hype about Haskins because he did lose a lot of weight this off season. So I think that people thought that that was gonna correlate on the field, but you can't you can't teach a work hard work ethic. You know, that's just something that follows you wherever you go. Yeah, snaps. Yeah, bars, bars, Scotty. Bars. bars. <laughs> In other games that we don't care about, we got the Jaguars and Lions. Uh, mm. Lions won that game thirty-four to sixteen. DeAndre Swift uh, out of game. Finally, Swift. my Coming out party pick, baby. Finally, did they start him over AP or what was no. that? No, nah, I'm pretty Wait, sure that AP you have him in the ESPN league, right, Brian? No, I have him in the no? Yahoo league. But yeah, so DeAndre ran for fourteen carries for one hundred sixteen yards and two touchdowns. So welcome to the uh, NFL, DeAndre Swift. Yes, sir. Uh, Keelan Cole, six catches, 143 yards. Mm-hmm. You guys have any <laughs> thoughts on this uh, to this game? Because can you pull up teams? Can you pull up Charks? Charks stat line? That, I yeah, because I don't know. I feel like that offense right now, they kind of just ride the hot hand. You know, there's yeah. no like true receiver one. Like Keelan Cole's yeah. popping off one week. They have what Chano, the rookie. Yeah, Alt, yeah, and then they have Chark, which people thought Chark was going to do something this year. You know, yeah. in fantasy, people had him had uh, were taking him fifth round, but he hasn't really done much. Yeah, it was crazy. Last year, I think he led the league in targets, right? And then this year, to start the season, he was kind of slow in getting the ball. Today, he had 14 targets, but only caught seven of them for 45 yards. 45. So, I know, so he's uh, like, what, drag routes, dump off and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> he's 6'5". He should be getting some, some difference. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't watch the games, but... Yeah. I don't know how Gardner Minshew is doing too, so I don't really watch them. I don't really care about the Jaguars, to be honest. Gar- Gardner's been kind of balling out. I feel bad. He's on a bad team too. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a Sam Darnold situation. Like, yeah, I feel like the bad. thing with him though is he wasn't even supposed to be a starting quarterback, so he's probably yeah. just grateful for that opportunity. You know, oh, yeah, hundred percent. I think, I think, I think uh, Minshew will be the. I mean, unless they get the number one pick, they definitely should go after Trevor. Um, I don't know. Minshew's still a serviceable, serviceable quarterback. Uh, if, if the field is available or whatever, 
go ahead and get, get somebody else. But it's too, still way too early to be talking about the draft right now. Yeah. I do I do think that they lucked out with James Robinson, though, because he's turning out to be pretty good, and I'm pretty sure he was undrafted. So yeah. If, yeah. if they want to stick with that, they can use that draft pick somewhere else. All right. Um, yeah, that's it for that game. The Red really had nothing to say. Both teams kind of suck. <laughs> Both teams kind of suck. All right. Another game that we really don't take notes for, the Broncos and Patriots. Uh, final score, 18-12. to And the Patriots, I mean, kind of an underwhelming, uh, you know, show out, it seems like. I know Cam's coming yeah, off COVID. Um, Drew Locke coming off an injury. Right. But honestly, just looking at the score, didn't get to catch the highlights or whatever to this game. It looks ugly. 18-12. to yeah, do you guys have any uh, any thoughts? How did Cam do? Can you read out his stats for me, please? Kickers are important. That's all I got to say. Was this an all-field goal game? Yes, it was an all-field goal Ooh, game. And it's five field Ugh. goals. That's how they won. Ugh. Cam had Cam 17. Dude, special teams oh. matter. That's all I got to say. Uh, you want to tell him about your kicking? <laughs> about what? Your background? Tell him about your kicking background, Ryan. Me? Oh, oh I, well, I was I was a Ryan would have made all the Mr. All County. Mr. All County. County. I, got you, I got you. Thank you, Not Scott. only was my man Ryan Eisendrath a safety, but he was a kicker. And not just any kicker. He was the oh. all county kicker of the Orange County in Southern <laughs> California. All right. I'll put some respect on my man's name. Appreciate well, it. I thought appreciate it was funny. Nice well, speaking that. of speaking of uh, special teams and kickers, you were like the drippiest kicker out there with your uh, your shooting sleeve. Oh, and guess you know, who was tights, bro? Me. <laughs> Absolutely, he was snap hold. Right, we'll give a little mm-hmm. shout out to Michael Pritchett too. Why not the yes, holder, sir. best holder in the game, whole gang, whole gang getting a shout out. Uh, yeah, I mean, ugly game. Cam had seventeen for twenty five, one hundred fifty seven yards, two picks, sack four times. Julian Edelman got. Two throwing opportunities completed both of his passes for thirty. He can yards. throw. Yeah, he but can throw. Two well, twice in, in a game, know, man. He, he was quarterback in college at like Kent Field or something, or something uh, Kent like State, Kent State something. or something. Yeah, Kent State. yeah, yeah. Pretty ugly game. Um, I kind of thought the Patriots would just run, not run away, but you know. I mean, I thought they were going to kill with the division. I, oh, I thought they were going to kill him too, but yeah. Huh. Ugly game. Uh, next, uh, next on our schedule, we got the. Yeah, we're done with all the bad games. Look at that. All right, let's nice. get into some of the good stuff. Um, let's start off with uh, one of the early morning games and uh, Jack and Ryan's favorite team, Chicago Bears. Let's Go get Bears. into it. I'll let you guys uh, lead off this segment. Well, before Ryan absolutely goes in, because I know he will go absolutely in on this. I will say the scariest thing about being a Bears fan is their inability sometimes to convert on the damn offensive end. We settle for way too many field goals, and it comes to bite us. I will tell you that. <laughs> I, I it's it's tough. I mean, it's scary. Like we we were texting about it earlier, anyways. You know, I say in the moment, oh, it's just, it's a score. Don't worry about it. But Ryan's right. We need to learn how to convert a touchdown. Um, I mean. I honestly started getting nervous in that fourth quarter. I mean, it looked like they, it looked like they were letting Carolina stay around. Oh my! Cause... I was well, they were. That's how yeah. you, that's how you let a team stay around is when you kick field goals. Like you got it, you got to get a touchdown. But I started getting nervous. I don't know about you, Ryan, but I definitely started getting nervous. Um, I thought the Bears were going to let it go. I'm like, well, there you go. There comes my bad luck. But uh, other than that, you know, I mean, can't complain. We're five and one. We find ways to win, but. Uh, 
I'll just let Ryan go off, honestly, for the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go off of that point that Jack just made. Uh, it seems like we love to drive down the field, and then Nagy loves to call some stupid play, and it doesn't work, and then he panics, and then we don't convert, and we kick a field goal. Um, I think the biggest point of today's game for the Bears was their defensive performance, and they showed up like they did in 2018. They had three turnovers. Um, one was literally on the first drive and they, the Bears started at the seven yard line. Yes, sir. Uh, the next they got was, I think, in uh, fumble. Like inside the fumble inside of Carolina's. I think it was like 20 yard line or something like that. And then at the end of the game, they got the interception to, to basically close out the game for the win. Um, so w- when you look at the overall performance of the game, the offense definitely played better than they have and they're starting to get that rhythm with Foles. They, Definitely, like, I don't know about you, Jack, but, like, when Nick Foles drops back to pass, I definitely feel way more comfortable, like, yeah. assuming that there's going to be a completion and not, like, an interception or something. Special guest, Mr. Jose Lomboy. I guess the Dodgers, the Dodgers did won, something. Huh? The, Dodgers. the Dodgers just won. The Dodgers just won, so they're going they? back to the World oh, Series. Oh, yeah, but, let's get it. Let's man, get they, it. the Braves choked. Dodgers Rays, just, just a like sh- the Atlanta little pub. It's a little pub. Ah, Atlanta blew a three-one lead. Atlanta, sucks to be a Atlanta's Falcons fan. Right. It's tough to be an Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta fan. Yeah. Yep. All right, Ryan, continue. Uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, I forget what I was saying. Uh, the just basically the fundamental thing is the offense looked a lot better. Uh, Nick Foles is catching a rhythm. He's he's definitely very streaky, but when he's hot, like the offense looks good. Um, I'd say the biggest thing from today's game that, that they need to work on is, is get back to dominating the run game. Their first two or three games, they were over like, I think it was like 150 rush yards a game. Now they're at like 30. Um, and so today they played the worst run defense in the league, the Carolina Panthers run D. And I don't even think they got over a hundred yards. Um, it really didn't start going until the fourth quarter when Nick Foles got hot and the pass game was working. So, um, I, I think like the two biggest things for them is being able to convert on third downs and extend drives because like, yeah, we, we know that defense, what they can do. They're going to get stops. They're going to get turnovers. They're going to do their thing, but they can't be you able to help them out. Yeah. You got to help them out. Like you got to keep them off the field and keep them rested. Um, even, even if you don't get points, like th- there are things called like such as good drives where if you start on your 25, let's say you drive to the other teams, you know, the, the 50 yard line, the 45 yard line, you punt. And then the team starts at their ten yard line. Like that, yeah. that is considered Field a good shot, especially when you have a great defense. So, I, I think like converting on third down and getting back to being able to run the ball somewhat consistently is is going to be their their next big step. But you know what? We're five and one. I don't care if they're ugly wins or not. We're five and one. <laughs> we have like five ugly wins. wins. We're we're the first in the <laughs> NFC North. I would not consider today an ugly win if you want to know the truth. We were leading the whole time. Every time we needed to get points, the offense got points. Every time we needed to stop, we got to stop. I would say that today was the most complete complete game that the Chicago Bears have played. Um, and we are going into LA next next week. I think it's Monday Night Football. Um, that sounds right against the Rams. So that that will be a very good test, I think, for the offense to play a good defense and uh, see see where see you know really where uh, the Bears stand among the quote unquote top teams. In the does it does it concern you? I want to like I want you to passionately talk about Nagy because honestly, his play <laughs> calling was so frustrating. 
Um, it's third and two, right? And the Panthers have one timeout left, and they decide to throw the Dude, ball. If you run it, they have to burn that timeout. So don't even get me started. I was heated earlier. You guys know I was heated earlier. I was texting the group chat. Like, I, I just I I don't. Sometimes I just don't understand Nagy's play calling. I don't understand his mindset. This this is a universal thing among Bears fans too. Like any yeah. Bears fan you talk to, it's just kind of like, what in God's name is Nagy <laughs> half the time? And like for example, it's it's fourth in like half a yard. Carolina's got the ball like on our ten yard line. They're not they're not calling a play. Anybody that was wa- looking at the TV knew that they were not going to run a play. With like three, they, they, they were about to get a delay a game. Nagy runs down the field as fast as he possibly can, calls a timeout. Okay, so now you're thinking, okay, now they have a chance to call a play. They line up, they do the same exact thing, and the Bears jump offside. The one thing you tell your team, <laughs> Scotty, you're a defensive lineman. The one thing your coach has always told you, do not Watch jump offside. Watch the ball. Watch the ball. Watch the ball. You're right in front of the ball. How, how do you not – like, how do you not – And then, and, and then what about that? that your team? Dude, what about that one moment? What about that one moment when um, – what was it? Oh, play clock was running out. The Nagy calls a timeout for the Bears. The Bears come out and they get another delay a game. So <laughs> it's just, it's like you don't, you're not supposed to see this kind of stuff at the like, professional level. But you know, no, and, and that's that's where like I think the one thing that that where Nagy can improve on. And again, you can't hate the guy because he's five and one right now. We're winning, so it doesn't really matter what he's doing. We're winning. Game management is the one thing that if I could if I could have a one-on-one conversation with Matt Nagy and he asked me <laughs> what advice could you give me I would tell you work on your game management because like even at, in the fourth quarter right there's there's like 3 minutes left in the game it's third and 3 you you run the ball in that situation you force Carolina to use one of their timeouts or you let 40 seconds run off the clock you don't throw it get an incompletion and punt the ball away yeah that's not that's not smart game management. It's crazy to be this like so, passionate and frustrated, but still be five and one, right? Yeah, but let's also hey. point out that Ryan is like low key, like a really good coach. I appreciate yeah. that. So, <laughs> so the bear the bears, like, trust me, dude, the bears, they've got it all there. And they're slowly starting to put it together. Today was a great test. They got the win. It's gonna lead them into LA next week. They're gonna How win. Did a Rob did not have a big game today, um, but shout out dropped Luke. a couple passes. It looked like I, I, I mean, he didn't drop them. He got like oh. they were deflected. Rookie mm-hmm. Darnell Mooney, big receiver, coming up big for them. Made some made some great catches. Uh, Montgomery's getting going. Um, losing James Daniels on the offensive line to a pec injury is tough, but Coward went in. Um, he'll get some rhythm going into next week too, and I think I think the Bears are honestly going to start uh, start rolling here even more than they are. They got a tough little stretch, Rams, uh, Saints, uh, Titans, and then I think it's like the Vikings and the Packers. Like they got a tough, tough stretch ahead of them, but um, Interesting I think, I think, part they're, of I think they're primed for um, a good thing. And you know what? They're top of the NFC North. So go Bears in uh, first place, baby. All right. Uh, moving on, another good game. We had the Ravens and the Eagles. Very interesting game. It was just a crazy game, actually, if you think about it. Uh, Ravens won 30-28. They actually started off the first half up 17-0. I'm pretty sure Philly had negative yards going into the ha- into halftime. Um, and they uh, ended up coming back, had a 22-point fourth quarter. So uh, Philly is still, you know, hanging around, I guess. The record may not show it, but they can kind of – they could put something together, uh, they might have something. So with how Scott, yeah. 
with how weak that division is, they can afford to lose some games. You know, that division is weak. And they really and the, that division shouldn't be weak considering it really it. should not be, but the Cowboys defense is going to bite them in their ass. Because they've yeah. been playing like shit. They've been playing so bad. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. With how how much with how much that offense can put up, I don't know, man. Yeah. With all that talent, they can't put it together still, even with the new head coach. So it makes you wonder if if Garrett was even the problem. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a you know Jerry Jones all, is the problem. Ooh. Hot take. All of us play fantasy. Uh, I'm going up against uh, somebody who's uh, uh, rostering Travis Fulgham. Actually started Fulgham. And uh, this guy kind of just turned up in the fourth quarter. And it's probably the reason why I'm going to lose this week. So, uh, Yeah, but he uh, was undefeated, though. So it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Scott. Uh, Miles, Miles, Sander, nine, nine, Miles Sanders, nine carries for 118 yards. He got hurt. Mark, he did get hurt. Could be severe. Could be uh, pretty bad. Um, Shouldn't have dropped Boston Scott. Mm, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, you can't tell the future. But Carson Wentz, 21 for 40, 213 yards and two touchdowns. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, kind of concerning if you're a Raven, I guess, if you're a Ravens fan. Um, couldn't, couldn't keep a team down. Only scored 13 points in the second half. Couldn't stop anybody. And considering how good that defense is, kind of concerning. Ryan? Jack, anything to say? I think I think the Eagles are better than teams think. They're just very injury injured right now, oh, injury prone. Traditionally, um, too. And, and so, you know, I think the Ravens kind of probably let up on the gas pedal a little bit. And in the NFL, you can't really do that because teams and these guys are obviously good enough to be there. So when mm-hmm. they start getting hot, they're gonna get they're gonna keep going, and it doesn't really matter how good your team is, like momentum switch. So. Yeah, uh, I, I honestly think that's probably what happened. Ravens were up big, maybe started playing backups a little bit more, maybe took the took the foot off the gas pedal, and then all of a sudden the Eagles came in flying. Yep. Uh, next game we got Falcons Vikings. Uh, Falcons got their first dub today. Um, congratulations, because your baseball team is now out of the out of the playoffs. So <laughs> uh, you got something to look forward to. Uh, final score forty to twenty three. I know Scott, you were you kept a close eye on this game. Yeah, I have I have Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson on my fantasy team, so I was I was watching this game, and hey, I was taking hey, some. Scott, notes. Hold on, before you go, I just want to say um, got the dub over you in the ESPN league today, so that it's was okay. that was good. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> just just smack talk okay. on the pod. Okay. Anyway, keep going. All right, so, well, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say this: this Viking games had me hot. This shit had me hot. Kirk Cousins, oh my god, bro! For three quarters of that quarters of that game, he played like ass. And I just, I just, don't, I don't, I really don't know like what was going on in the coaching or it, like the play calling was terrible. They were running a lot of. I don't. I haven't really been watching that close, but they had Kirk Cousins taking snaps under center down twenty three. I just didn't really understand that they were playing. They were running a lot of play action. And they weren't fooling the Falcons because they didn't have Dalvin Cook. Wow. I don't know. How, I don't know how their running back did Cook. Madison, but uh, only twenty six yards on ten carries. Yeah, C- Cook's yeah. the focus of that offense. So like Cousins is basically built around Cook. I mean Cook and how he runs, and like Cook's been balling this year. So I think I think without him there, like <laughs> they're struggling on offense, and that offense is literally like run the ball first, then do play action. 
So they had no run game. <laughs> you're asking, you're really asking Kirk Cousins to eat. You're really asking Kirk Cousins to cook like Russ Wilson. But yeah, <laughs> no, I think I think the Vikings just got out coached. I don't know what was really the game plan going into that game. You can you can really see like the what Dalvin Cook is to that football team because they just did not look like they were ready to play until the fourth quarter where Justin Jefferson popped off. Kirk Cousins had a couple touchdowns, and I don't know it this it. They just not did. They did not look good. In my opinion, you think they only looked good in the fourth quarter though, because Atlanta was up by like thirty. Possibly, I think so because then they were dropping back. They were in shotgun. Justin Jefferson popped off like a big touchdown, like probably like fifty, sixty yards. Adam Thielen got in the end zone at the end. Jefferson's going to be really good. Yeah, nine catches, one hundred sixty-six yards, and two touchdowns. That's his second. That's his second game. That's his second big game. And as as a rookie. He's basically oh, yeah. done with his preseason now. He's game five and six. That's like number one and two, really, if you think about it. Yeah, you guys think you guys think uh you guys think he's the best rookie receiver? I do not. Who's better? CD, I rookie? still think CD is number one. Oh, I, yeah, I, I I don't see how I don't know how you can argue that he's not because CD's been popping off through this entire season. Justin Jefferson is looking really good though. He's he's really replacing Stefan Diggs really well. Is is CD looking better though? Because Dallas throws throws first and like half the time they're in garbage time so like they're just throwing 50 times well the thing is about that cowboys offense is that zeke can get 100 yards on the ground a touchdown and then dak would still have like four 400 yards you know they're just a high powered offense and i think that does have to do with how bad their defense is you know yeah like the, the opposing teams are scoring a lot on them which means that the offense is getting more and more plays so CD, yeah. but CD is looking really good. Um, he's he's getting open. They run the seam a lot, and he's he's open a lot. You know, he's getting. I don't know. We'll see how he does with Andy Dalton though. Julio with eight. Much. Julio with eight grabs, one hundred thirty-seven yards, and two touchdowns. So welcome back, Julio Jones. And you can kind of tell that Matt Ryan kind of needs Julio there. Three hundred seventy-one yeah, yards, seventy-five percent. Refreshing, yeah. It was refreshing to see Matt Ryan have a good game. Say it again, Jack. He said I should have taken that trade. I need I need Julio. <laughs> I, need, I need that this week. Yeah, well, man, man's been in and out of the lineup, but uh, I know. Hopefully, but... hopefully he gets it back. Hopefully he gets it going again. Uh, yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, we have another close game. Uh, Bengals and Colts, thirty-one twenty-seven. Scott, I know you have something to say about this one. Yeah, I mean, shoot, the Colts were down twenty-one nothing. I oh really? And Big the first, surprise. Yeah, after the first quarter, quarter and a half, something like that, Bengals looked good. Bengals looked really good. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, this Colts defense was statistically the number one defense going into Week Six. Yeah. And the Bengals, Joe Burrow looked good. Joe Mixon had a couple good runs. I mean, the AJ Green had a good game. I don't know stats wise. T Higgins. I know. I was. You just dropped him too, didn't you? Yeah. So. uh yeah, I feel. I actually don't feel bad because <laughs> screw AJ Green. <laughs> yeah, but Colts Colts pulled it off at the end. I remember after I think they brought it to three points by the end of the first half. So, but I remember texting after the first quarter. I was texting CJ 
and I was like, Philip Rivers needs to retire. <laughs> God, bro, I cannot stand watching. He had, a, he had a good game, though. He went off oh, after that. Yeah, he oh. did. But, like, I just can't stand that freaking little whack ass sidearm. <laughs> bro, I hate watching him freaking manage games. He's just, he's not a winning quarterback. He's never going to win a Super Bowl. He's not, he's not it. Okay. He's not it. All right. I completely agree. I think 100%. that, I think, but oh, yeah, yeah, Jack, you're a former Colts fan. <laughs> But okay, he is better than Brissett. Like, yeah, I was so gonna say, who do you think's better at quarterback, Brissett yeah. or, oh, or Rivers? It's got to yeah. be Rivers. It's got to be Rivers. He's a vet, you know. Yeah, but Jackie, that's not gonna win you anything. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. Get you the playoffs though. I mean, hey, they're four and two. They're four and two. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor had like 115 total yards. Um, they could have gone to him a couple times in the end zone that they didn't. I'm, I was surprised that they didn't, to be honest, because he's a big body. He can easily get in the end zone, but yeah. he does tend to he he plays a lot like Le'Veon Bell. He's very patient at the line. He doesn't hit the holes that hard, and that could bite him in the ass. And he's still big. He's still big as hell. And oh, yeah. He he's a big body. He's a Wisconsin-bred running back. I know. Corn-fed. Corn-fed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Indy. I think Indy – I mean, they have a like – like you said, I think they have a really good defense. Um, other teams have a lot of – have fits going up against them. Uh uh, they look like a wild card team to me. I think they can lock that up, even with Phillip Rivers at quarterback. Yeah, they um, they can make the playoffs. Uh, thoughts on Joe? Th- thoughts on Joe Burrow? Um, he what? Three hundred thirteen yards, one pick, and a rushing touchdown. Eh. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know how his completion percentage was, but he, I mean, he made a couple rookie mistakes. He's he's looking. He's he'll, he'll be all right. I, I, I think he's really good. I think he's primed to be a like a, a true number one overall pick. Like, oh, no bust, uh, no bust for Joe Burrow. I don't think he's gonna be a bust at all. You you gotta look at right. He's a rookie, no training camp, right? Short off season, no preseason, and he's going to one of the, if not the worst team in the league last year, right? So it's not like you know he's a rookie going to, I don't know, the Chargers. No, do no, not. Do not. Herbert, Herbert's <laughs> going off. That. Don't even say Don't that. Okay, 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 okay. Top team. okay, let's say, uh, Scotty, I'll give this to you, the Steelers. It's like if he went to the Steelers and he w- was underperforming, then you could be like, okay, you got a lot of weapons around you. Like He's not looking good. But like his his number one guy is A.J. Green, who's like 80 years old and injured half the time. Yeah, and then facts. Against another oh, no. rookie. And then Joe Mixon, who truly has never popped off, but everybody every single year thinks he's going to be like the best running back in the league. Um, <laughs> okay, I, I don't know why. So I do. I think I think I think Burrow's primed to be a great quarterback, and they're going to. I think he's good. good. I, do, I do think he's good. I do agree with you on that. Like okay. that offense, the offensive coordinator, head coach has put a lot of trust in Joe Burrow because they. I mean, a couple weeks ago they gave him sixty something attempts. You know, yeah, so they yeah. they really are giving the keys to Joe Burrow yeah. and like letting him do his thing, and I think that will show, like in the next year or two, because it's just building his confidence. You know, and he's gonna. I think he will be a good quarterback. Yeah, but, working with the same but, offense and stuff too. So, but not as good as my man from the University of Oregon who beat down the USC Trojans fifty six twenty four. Might I say the defending Pac <laughs> twelve champions and Rose Bowl, my man. Justin Herbert. That right, man you guys, is good. They're on a bye week, so we're just not going to talk about it. Maybe next time. <laughs> All right, next, <laughs> they are looking good. When we, get looking chance, good. when we get the chance to talk about Herbert, Scott's coming back. Yeah, I'll let you have oh, it. Yeah. I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. So next right. week. <laughs> next game, we got 
Packers versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the Packers took their first L of the season, got smacked 38 to 10. Good. 38 unanswered points. Um, Damn. Packers surrendered. <laughs> That's uh, this is a surprise to everybody. It was a statement game, I think, for Tampa Bay. For Tom um, Brady. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady for Gronk. Gronk had a good game. Oof. Uh, you nice know, I didn't get a little Gronk to, in a good game. In. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to catch this game, but uh, I know, Jack, I know you kind of saw a little bit. Uh, some parts of it. I kind of. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Tell us what you saw. Oh, I was just watching the beginning when Gr- Green Bay looked solid. I was like, uh, when they were up 10-0, went up 10-0. Um, flipped it off? Know, I didn't flip it off. I, and then, I, and then, well, I flipped it off, I flipped it off after the, the, the two uh, interceptions by uh, Rodgers. Yeah. That's when I flipped it off. And I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Tampa and Bay. then back on, and it's 10-38. Yeah. yeah. Looks, just looking at, looking at the stats, Green Bay does not look good. Did not look good today. Rodgers with two picks, like you mentioned. Only 16 for 135, got sacked four times. I, I think uh, we were to mention about those picks, too. One was a pick six, and the other was, like, on their 30-yard line. So, like, they – and and they returned it to, like, the two-yard line. So, like, it was it was literally 14 points in about 30 seconds of gameplay. Look at this. Aaron, as good as Aaron Jones has looked all season, only 10 carries for 150 – or, sorry, 10 carries for 15 yards. Got in the end zone, but 15 yards on 10 carries um, – that, yeah, that's, that's kind of concerning. Uh, Dante was probably the only one who had a good game today. Ten targets, six grabs for sixty-one yards. Um, but I think we got to talk about how good Tampa Bay looked today. Um, Brady, uh, two touchdown passes, uh, no sacks. Ronald Jones, twenty-three carries for one hundred thirteen yards, two touchdowns. Fight on. Um, best. Also, back the fact that, that we didn't get any field. interceptions out of Brady too. Exactly. Yeah. Game management. This is this is refreshing. I mean, this is like I think Brady. Uh, this is the kind of game that you kind of expect that offense, the, the kind of game the offense or you expect from this offense. Uh, they were without Mike Evans too, weren't they? No, no he's basically bro. gone. He, he was basically one catch for 10 yards, and that was oh, in the first So he quarter. was non-existent in the game. Literally <laughs> yeah, non-existent. There, shout out, yeah. hey, shout, him, shout him out real quick. Shout out Mike Evans for helping me out with my fantasy team this year or this week. <laughs> Thank Chris you. Godwin, 5 for 48. I mean, it was like a whatever game, but – you know, that, that Tampa Bay, you know, linebacking core and that Tampa Bay front seven in general looking really good. Only holding Green Bay to 10 points. I think they're only going to get better as the season goes on, too, yeah, for Tampa Bay. And then I'm going to say something about, about Green Bay, too. Man, they're just – they're great and everything, but poor little uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's ever going to win a championship – I mean, a Super Bowl again. Oh, I mean, this this is, a, this is their first L of the season. I know, but I, I feel like it's a little too early to write them off. It's just one bad game, you know. No, I no, no, I no, I understand, but I'm just talking about his, especially the past few years. Green Bay is always, you know, top team, and then they choke. Then they choke. Yeah. They're kind of like yeah. they're kind of like. Uh, uh, I'm not going to make the reference right now. Never mind. <laughs> they're not like Portland, I could make bro. a reference right now that will piss each yeah. other. Yeah. I really don't feel Shut like right it. Now. <laughs> they're not like Portland. Nowhere near, nowhere close. Um, uh, yeah, but as good as the offense looked, only ten points today, and they haven't stayed in score outside of the first quarter, which is uh, concerning for sure. It was a marquee matchup too. I know a lot of people were watching this game. Um, but yeah, it's just too bad. Uh all right, moving on. Let's talk about your boys, Scotty. The yes, five and zero. Pittsburgh Steelers. How about them Steelers? 
38 to 7. Uh, just a beat down, it seems like. I mean, this is like the, the best opponent they might have, they must have played uh, all season, and uh, they took care of business. It's it's them and the Titans are the only undefeated teams left, right? Or is there uh, one, one? Seattle, you know. Oh, Seattle. I forgot about Seattle. Don't don't uh don't disrespect us. All right. I do <laughs> like want to start with this though. Scotty, let's hear it. The the Cleveland Browns, the Browns, <laughs> Cleveland Clowns, the Cleveland Clowns. All right. Cleveland Browns are four and one, so they're not no layover. All right. This is the best start they've had since 1994. So and this defense, they have a, a real good pass rush. You know, their defense has actually been playing pretty well through the first four or five games, you know. And then this offense, I feel like the last week or two, they've been really clicking. You know, Baker's had a couple back-to-back good games. Um, Kareem Hunt is doing his thing. But, yes, God, bro, they looked scared today. They looked so scared from the jump. Bro, you I know? would too. <laughs> Look at that defense. <laughs> like, I'll start with this. Steelers defense, four sacks, two picks, one pick sticks. Pick six came from Minka Fitzpatrick in, like, the first quarter, and it just went downhill from there for Baker. Like, Baker had a, a very subpar game, and it and it came back to haunt him because he got benched by Kate, by Case Keenum. Pretty sure he came in, like, third, fourth quarter, something like that, because Baker was having such a bad game. But let me get into some stats. Steelers win 38-7. to Baker Mayfield, 119 yards, one touchdown, two picks, and then the pick six. Ben throws for 162 and one touchdown. He honestly should have been picked a couple times. I don't know what they were running, but they he was running like a an RPO run pass option. He ran it like two, three times, and it should have been picked three times. Damn, Literally, they gave a tear. Ben run an RPO? Bro, he also had a couple QB draws. Okay. Ben? Oh, yeah. Okay. Use that size, Ben. Hey, you know who would oh, be yeah. good in that position, Scott? Hmm. Sam Darnold. Okay, but continue. Oh. <laughs> Shut up, CJ. Sam, <laughs> we don't want Sam Darnold. We don't want no Sam Darnold. Right, go ahead, he can go play. He can go play somewhere somewhere else. You know, we're about right. a winning culture here in Steel oh. City. You know. <laughs> All right. To get back into it, James Conner, another hundred yard game, hundred and one yards, one touchdown. I think the big stat was Juju, four targets, two receptions, six yards. That's tough. That is real tough. You know, James James Washington had a big game. Um, they were looking at him a lot. Chase Claypool came alive in the second half. Um, Steelers look good. Steelers look really good. Um, I don't know who they have next week, but if I'm that Tennessee. opposing team, I'd be scared. That's a good matchup. That's going to be a good matchup. Determine how hot your Steelers truly are. I feel like. I mean, to be honest, win or lose, it's one game. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. They're they're really good at stopping the run. Derrick Henry's a big boy, though. He popped off this week for like 250 yards total. So we'll see what happens. Um, that'll be a good a good game look, to look forward to to watch. Exactly. Scott, uh, the next. Oh, sorry, are you still going? No, 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 you're good. So when when I look at the Steelers and I watch them play. They're, I mean, overall, as an overall team, I would say that they're better than the Bears. I'll go on record right now. They have a better offense right now. But it seems like when you look at the Steelers, the offense is what will hold them back. Like, Juju, number one, is not. He's He's not. not, No, he's not. He's not. It is a receiving core. Like, it is a group. Yeah. James Conner, very, very inconsistent. He'll go for 20 yards one game, and then the next game he'll pop off for over 100. Yeah. So, well, I mean, Where, what do you see as the Steelers' weakness, and what do you see that they need to do 
I mean, they're five and zero, oh, but like so really, I think I think that they're gonna go as far as Ben takes them. Like they had to going into this game, I'm pretty sure they had a couple O linemen down, and they were able to hold Miles Garrett, who's been going off this year, um, to no sacks. He didn't have a sack this game, and James Conner was running the ball real well. Um, they were able to find James Washington, Chase Claypool. They have no Deontay Johnson. So I think it just shows like the depth at receiver that they really do have. You know, they have options. They have good options. And I think they're going to go as far as Ben takes them because our defense, defense is going to do their part. Defense is nice. Defense wins championships, boy. I think in the the first half, 50% of Baker's dropbacks, he was hurried. And then the four sacks and two picks. And that's just in the first half. Yeah. Steelers, they're running around. Um, they had a big hit. They Devin Bush towards ACL, so we'll see um, how they do um, next week. But it's fun to watch that defense play. Like that's I'm genuinely like not even being a like. Yes, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but like just being a football fan and a defensive like a former defensive player, like that defense is fun to watch. Like they fly uh, around the field. They fly. You know what's not fun? Having a the opposing running back on your team. On your team. <laughs> so I got scared. As soon as I saw Pittsburgh this week, I was like, oh, man, he about to underperform. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm impressed. I think I had him at five in our top five Tuesday episode a few weeks ago. I think I would put them in our, my top three at this point. In this mm-hmm. I think you have I put them, I put them right. I put them at three I, for sure. Yeah. I, go, I, think- I go Chiefs, Seahawks, and then Steelers. Yeah, and then tight. I mean, you can make a case Titans too. Titans, Titans too, could yeah. be in that third. So it's be an interesting match. Yeah, yeah. Basically, whoever wins next week. Yep. Just like what you said about Ben, because Ben is a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and I think oh, yeah. he is more than capable of taking this team uh, there. I mean, like you have the best defense in the league. Yeah. Um, I think you have that division. Well, I think I think they haven't played Baltimore yet, but. Mm-hmm. Um, the AFC North is the toughest conference this year by far. That 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 conference is very competitive, very competitive. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, moving on. Probably the game of the day. Uh, high scoring affair between the now one and five Houston Texans versus the five and zero Tennessee Titans. The final score was forty two to thirty six. It was a crazy game. Uh, I know uh, Houston recently let their coach go, Bill O'Brien. But you know they're they're playing they're playing good football. Uh, the score put up thirty six points this, this week. They're letting Deshaun kind of you know kind of go off, kind of play his game. He looks more comfortable out there. They're letting the receivers eat. Uh, Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks look really good. Um, Darren Fells, shout out UCI. He got in the end zone today for six catches, eighty five yards. Yeah, zot zot zot, baby. We have some representation. Uh, David Johnson looks good, and then Tennessee. Tennessee looks good still. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, speaking of uh, let quarterbacks eat, this guy is uh, surprising a lot of us. Put some respect um, on his name. He's throwing the ball down the field, which is, um, you know, that's, that's, uh, it's promising. Yeah, I think he, this looks, is a, he looks really good. Yeah, a really good team. Uh, yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry, winter is coming. This guy is <laughs> still one of the best running backs in the league. I know he starts off season slow, but. 212 yards on the ground on 20 on only 22 carries. He had a 94 yard rushing touchdown today. He had two. He had two 90 yards. Oh, two he had two? what? Mm-hmm. I didn't know he had two. Oh my! Pretty God. sure. I'm almost positive he had two 90 plus yards. No, no, no. He, he had a he had a touchdown in overtime. Oh, yeah. So so it was one, um, but still impressive. Still impressive. Here, let's see. 
Jack's gonna fact check it for us. I don't know. I gotta. I gotta click through some stuff. So. I will say this though: Ryan Tannehill is looking really good, and it does help that that he has his number one target back and healthy. AJ Brown is like good. He hasn't been on the yeah. field at all. I mean, yeah. because of COVID, but it's you know they're reminding people like how good they actually are and how good they actually can be going forward. Yeah, so. that's a good team. Very good team. Yeah, I'm excited to see what first, Houston does. It's like the first time they've started five and zero and. Like forever, because usually this this is that team that like, I think for like the last like four years they've been like nine and seven, like make the wild card. Yeah, like, I mean, I think I think that the whole quarterback change had a lot to do with that too. 100%. As much as I love me some Mariota, that offense is really really going with both yeah, Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. Hey, uh, just another uh, Jets comment out here. Um, Ryan Tannehill was a the quarterback for an Adam Gase led team, and now look at him. So Scott. If you want to take Darnold, you're going to get something. You're going to get something good. It's all Adam Gase is what you're saying. All Adam Gase, the worst coach in NFL history. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> all right. Anything uh, Anything more you guys want to talk about on this uh, game? No. Nah. Yeah. Let's, hear, let's hear about your Rams, CJ. The, Rams. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams took their second L of the season to the San Francisco 49ers. They lost 24-16. to 16. Um I think the Rams kind of – I think the Niners kind of woke up. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo had three touchdowns today. George Kittle had – I'm sorry, say that again. <laughs> I said I think the Rams are just trash. Okay. Four and two in the season. Um, still look pretty good. They kind of just had, put a pretty good team today. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, they'll get it, they'll get it corrected. San Francisco, at the end of the day, is still a really good team coming off a of Super Bowl appearance last year. Yeah, that's all I have to say about this game. How'd Jerry uh, Goff do? How did Goff? Do? Yeah. Uh, he had uh, only completed 50% of his passes for just under 200 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. But Oof. we saw that damn pick. It was in the, in the end zone. I mean, that's tough. It was a bad throw. It was a bad throw. It's very inconsistent, man. It's just a very inconsistent team. They're not even supposed. They're not even supposed to be in playoff uh, contention this year, uh, but they're still making some noise. Like and the Niners. No, I'm talking about the Rams. Oh. Um, they're not even supposed to be in playoff contention this year, but they're still fighting. Still a very young team on they the have defense. Good coaching end. too. Still a good coach. Good coaching. So. Uh, and they have yeah. Aaron Donald. And they got the best line. Can we talk about the Niners though? I mean, the three and yeah. three. Like half their starters were out. At one point, like with yeah, they're very hurt. Very hurt. somehow they're like primed with a three and three record. Um, when you look at their offense, right? Jimmy Garoppolo is nothing special. He's an average starting quarterback. He doesn't turn the ball over that much. Like he basically just does what's asked of him. They're like, hey, don't turn the ball over and like throw for like 150, 200 yards, and like we'll call it even. And he's throwing to a rookie, a guy that I don't think anybody's heard of. And Debo. Brandon Ayuk? You talking about Ayuk? The guy no, who coached Ayuk, Oregon last year? Ayuk is the rookie. And then Debo. And then their third guy who, like, nobody's heard of. And then Kittle. So Kittle's really their only, like, yeah. true threat, like, in a sense of, like, stardom. And so, like, they they just, like, they have a lot of a lot of talent on their roster. Either that or they just have great coaching to be at 3-3 three and three right now. Um, and especially the way they played against the Rams, who are 4-2 and two now. Right, like like Garoppolo's banged up, and the Rams, the Rams, like should have won this game tonight based off of everything going into it. So, 
Yeah. It's, just um, like, it's kind of interesting to see like the Niners. I, I would not want to mess with the Niners when they finally get healthy. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't either. Um, yeah. I mean, the division's still pretty tough. Um, it's going to be interesting because the Niners kind of have been quiet at the beginning of the season. Uh, I know a lot of focus on the Seahawks this, at this point in the season. Ran, uh, San Francisco lost a lot of their guys at MetLife Stadium due to injury. So, uh, yeah, I mean, don't count out the Niners. They're going to be interesting um, come playoff time and, and come, you know, as the season progresses for sure. Um, but, yeah, that concludes it for uh, the Sunday portion of uh, week six. Now let's start, let's get into uh, previewing um, Monday night's games. Let's start off with Chiefs-Bills. Guys, uh, what are you guys? Uh, what are you guys looking forward to seeing uh, Monday night or Monday afternoon? I should say. I think that the Bills, Bills have to come out hard, especially uh, especially after last week's loss to the Titans. Like coming up against arguably the number one team in the NFL, like they have to come out hard. They can't. They have to limit their mistakes, and everything has to be clicking for them because Mahomes and that offense is going to come out like they normally do and going to put some numbers up. I'm interested to see how they use Le'Veon Bell. I know he's only been there for a couple of days, but he's actually inactive this week. He is, so he's not playing at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's okay, activated so. next week. There you go, Jack. Any sorry, thoughts? Sorry, sorry. Any thoughts? Yeah. Oh, um, I don't know. I mean, you know what you guys said. Along with, I'm excited to see how Jared Allen plays. Um, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Sorry. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I need I need Mahomes to go off fantasy wise. I think he will. He'll go off the Col- I think Colts are going to take this game easy, especially after how, what the Bills did last week against a top team. I don't I mean, think they have it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I want to see. Win. I think Chiefs win. I want to see Josh Allen bounce back. Uh, I don't want them to win. <laughs> I want the Chiefs mm-hmm. to win. I don't, because I don't. I just I have a little jealousy towards Josh because he came in the same class as Darnold, and Darnold's suffering while uh, he's Josh is <laughs> He's not out getting outperformed, bro. He, he he's is on a better. Well, he's, a better coach. he's getting outperformed, though. Okay, yes, yes, he's getting outperformed, but he's got he is. He, he was blessed to be in a better situation in Buffalo, but at the same time, man's putting up numbers. He's looking good. His confidence is up. Yeah. They're like a playoff team this year. A little bit. Oh, yeah. Actually, it's going to come down. I think it's going to come down to them and the Patriots, but, you know, we shall see. All right, what's your guys' prediction for the Chiefs and the Bills tomorrow afternoon? I got Chiefs in a close one. I'm going I'm going 31-30. Ooh. Okay. Let's see. But wait, wait. Actually, who's winning, though? Is Ch- wait, did you say Chiefs winning? Yeah, he said, said Chiefs. Oh. So. Um, Let's go Kansas to what? Go ahead. All right, Sorry. CJ. You just took forever, bro. Just, <laughs> just, all right, all right, all right. Let me think, You're CJ. Have to this Here, thing. I'll say mine, Jack, and then I'll give you more time to think about yours. Chiefs are taking this game easy, 38-24. Wow. Oh, okay. 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 Let's go Chiefs 40 to 30. Okay. I go 40. I go 31 uh 31 24 
Kansas City. Uh, I think Kansas City is just going to flex their muscles and uh, kind of, you know, show people why uh, they're still the best team in, in football right now. So that's just my prediction. All right. Now, the uh, true Monday night football game, we have the Arizona Cardinals traveling to Dallas to play uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas, of course, is out without, you know, their quarterback, Dak Prescott. Uh, thoughts on this game? Go ahead, y'all. I- I'm interested to see how uh, Andy Dalton plays as the true starter. He's got a week of, you know, reps with the the first team. Um, you know, Dallas is going to have to respond without having Dak. It was, it was a gruesome injury. And I, I think, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, Arizona, I think has a lot to prove. I think Kyler Murray needs to start. I, I think he needs to play better. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I don't really think the not good. I will say this though. He popped off last week. Last week was easily the best game he's had in his entire career. 100%. And I think that if we see, if we see more of that, there's no reason why the Cardinals shouldn't win this game. I, I would 100% agree. So I guess, I guess we're putting it on Kyler Murray to see what happens tomorrow. He's just a limit of turnovers. I, I, he turns yeah. the ball over too much. He does turn. He is pretty careless with the ball. But he's been he's been really good. I have him in fantasy. He's been putting up numbers for me. He's running the ball. He's passing the ball. Last week he went for like 380 and a few touchdowns or something like that. So he's looking good. Um, the Cowboys offense, obviously it's going to be there, even with Andy Dalton in the uh, taking snaps. Uh, we know what Andy Dalton is like. He's no, he's no whack backup quarterback. You know, he, he was the, the Bengals franchise for a while. Um, I think that he showed us something when Dak did go down, he led him to the win essentially at the end. And I think that CD's going to have a big game. I think C, uh, I think Zeke's going to pop off. I think Zeke's target share is going to go up. I think, I think, the Cowboys will be good on offense. It's just that defense. That de- that defense is terrible, and uh, yeah. that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah, I, I could I could definitely see this game becoming a shootout. Um, oh yeah, or it could be very low scoring, given the fact that actually I take that back. Dallas' defense sucks, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be interested to see um, how much they use Zeke, how how the offense caters around Andy Dalton. He's still talented enough, but I don't think he can throw the ball. You know, as not the same as, rate as not the same rate, but I mean, Dallas is blessed to have Andy Dalton as their backup QB. I mean, that for was sure. their best offseason signing considering the situation that they're in right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, who do you guys have in this game, prediction wise? I have the Cardinals. I have the Cardinals winning Ooh. by 10. I have the oh. Cardinals winning by three. But I do have to say this. Um, Cardinals did lose Chandler Jones. He like tore his bicep or something like that. Yeah, out was, for the year. Yeah, he's out for the year. So that could come come up. You know, I don't know who their backup is, but they could. Uh, the Cowboys could exploit that. Yeah, for sure. I got. You know, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take the boys. I think they rally um, because of Dak's injury. I'm gonna say yeah. they win by four points. I, I, I say Cardinals W twenty to twenty seven. You taking uh you taking that to Vegas? Thousand dollars. The one last important thing, I need Hopkins to catch every single T D pass for my fans. <laughs> Please. I need yeah. that. I need I uh, Hopkins to not catch anything tomorrow. <laughs> so different sides of the spectrum. 
Uh, all right, but that's going to do it for today's episode of the Playing Rotation Podcast. Great to have you on, Scotty. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Yep. So uh, did an NFL did an NFL uh, rundown today. Uh, be on the lookout for some college football because we are one week away from the Big Ten season opening up. Keep an eye out for that. Um, yeah, that's going to do it. Peace. 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 Peace.